Are you a photographer looking to build a five or six figure business that has both time and financial freedom? Maybe you're struggling to get clients on your books that don't know what to do to bring in your next lead. Maybe you're frustrated with social media because you see it working for other photographers, but you aren't seeing any results. Maybe you're an established photographer with a solid client base, but you're looking to go next level. The truth is that taking pretty pictures just isn't enough anymore. In order to build that dream career as a photographer that you had when you first got into this industry, it's going to take a toolkit of business skills, marketing strategies, and accountability. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson, a lifestyle photographer, marketing strategist, and business coach for photographers. Welcome to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast, where I share tried and true marketing strategies, interview other photographers and experts, and pull back the curtain on what it really takes to be the go-to photographer in your specialty. My goal is to help you turn your business both profitable and purposeful. If you're ready, let's jump on into today's show. All right, so the first question that I want to tackle is, how do you start building clientele when you're new or when you're brand, you know, when you're brand new, maybe if you pivot, maybe you've relocated to a new area. So how in the world do you start building your clientele? And I'm going to take us back to when I first started my business and I did not start out with clientele. Uh, Obviously I started out at zero and what I want to you know, walk you through is I recommend starting with who you know. And I know that seems like an obvious choice, but that that really is the, that's where you have to start, right? So I want you to envision you tossing a pebble into a pond and watch the ripple effect that happens. So when you drop the pedal, the pedal, the pebble into the pond, you immediately notice that it has these rings of water that come out around it. Well, that is exactly how your clientele will build, but you have to start with who you know first. That is your smallest circle. And so the very first person I ever took quote unquote professional pictures of um, was my best friend and her daughter. And it started from there. And then she got excited about the pictures that she got. And so she reposted them. And then her circle of friends that I didn't know started asking her questions about who did those. And then I had friends on my Facebook and on my Instagram where I would post pictures that I was taking and then people would become interested the more and more they caught on to, oh, Brooke is a photographer. Brooke is really stepping into the world of photography. So my recommendation for how to start building your client is to start with who you know. So maybe it's a couple of friends Maybe it is your actual family members. Maybe it's a coworker. I can't even begin to tell you how many coworkers that I photographed when I was still working and trying to start up and build my photography business. So I want you to think about who do I know? Who do they know? And then it will naturally grow. And I know that is the hard part is waiting and having time, but truly time is the missing piece. If you are trying to build a large clientele, I started with my best friend and I grew it to now where I've got people all across my state and into Texas and all these other places that now they know me and they continue to refer me 
like on a weekly basis. And that could be your story too, but you have to start where you are. Okay. All right. The next thing I want to give you an action step with this item. Okay. So if you are a brand new photographer or maybe because of the pandemic last year, you're finding yourself almost starting at ground zero rather than feeling bad about that. I want you to use that as a chance to take an action today and move forward and get your clientele that you want to build. Um, I want you to build it. So your action step is I want you to seek out two people that you know in your circle And I want you to ask them if you can photograph them. But here's the thing. I want you to not just say, hey, I'd love to take your pictures and then let them be in control of what they're wearing and where you're taking them and what type of session. No, I want you to get clear. What type of business are you trying to build? Are you trying to become a family photographer? If so, make sure that you are asking people that you know with families. If you don't know anybody with a family, I'm sure someone you know knows somebody with a family. And that's the same across the board, no matter what you're trying to photograph. But what I want you to do is, yes, you can ask them. Yes, you could absolutely do it for free. I I don't see anything wrong with that. But I want you to take creative control And I want you to treat that like a model session. So when you reach out, I want you to lay down the rules, okay? Quote unquote rules, like the the perimeters, what's happening, okay? So if you haven't listened to the podcast episode about how to run a successful model call, that is where I want you to start first. Go listen to that. Then go find the two people that you want to photograph and ask them and get them started, all right? Okay, the next thing is we're going to talk about scouting locations for sessions. And this topic always kind of makes me laugh a little bit because for me, it seems like such common sense now. But when I put myself back in my shoes, I stressed about locations all the time when I first got started. And to get really honest, what I used to do way back in 2014 is I would look at the photographers in my area and I would watch their work. And I mean, I was mesmerized. I loved what they were doing. I desired to create work like them. And I wasn't out to be a copycat or anything like that, but I wanted to produce the type of pictures that they did. And I wanted to use the locations that they use. And so one thing, and just being in all honesty here, and if you've ever done this, just know you're not alone. But um, I used to just watch where the location was and I would try to figure it out for the life of me. And so my common sense answer is that I want you to drive around. I want you to set like two to three hours to location scout. This is something that I do every single year to see, is there something new? Has something changed? Um, Is there a new property up? Is there, you know, has something been redone or fixed up? Where can I photograph my clients? And so I drive around and I search for locations. I want you to also keep your style and your vision in mind. Okay. So not just any location is going to be your location. It's not going to be an ideal location. So I want you to think about what colors do I ask my clients to wear? Is that going to clash with this particular place that I'm finding? So get really specific when you're looking for locations, keep your style and your vision in mind. So when I first started, I was using 
uh, buildings downtown in the local area. I was using alleyways. I was using small sections of public parks. Um, and I used to use the railroad before we got educated on how you don't do that. But a lot of our railroads are not even active. But that used to be like the thing to do with all the train carts and all that. Okay. So that's how where I started. And then I started branching out. And I started really looking in different areas and traveling, traveling a little bit further and getting more creative and looking for random fields off the side of a highway that were not like to trespass on and that type of thing. And then today, you know, because I have continued to build very good relationships with my clients and with vendors and business owners and that type of thing, I know so many property owners who allow me to use their property, no fee at all. Um, I typically like to grant them, you know, a discount on their session or whatever, just as a thank you for allowing me to do that. But now I know all of these property owners and I use their locations all the time, but that came from a lot of years and a lot of time and a lot of relationships built. So I want you guys to remember with the first two things we've talked about, building clientele and finding good locations, that we all start with nothing. We all start at zero dollars, zero clients, and zero skills, if we're being honest, right? And then as the time goes on, that's when we gain you know, the skills and the clients and, and the cool properties that we get to shoot on. So I just want to remind you that building a business takes time. And I know that's the one thing that we hate to hear because we just want to instantly in like the next 30 days have a booming clientele and all of these amazing properties to shoot on. But that is not the reality of what my business looked like. Okay. So the other thing about um, scouting locations is I really want you to get creative and I want you to turn unlikely locations into something spectacular and breathtaking because one mistake that I made in the beginning, I would say the first two years of my business is I was trying to be way more focused on getting the location perfect rather than making my clients the star of the show. And I, when I look back, I can tell that I was way more into what it looked like rather than what was going on with my clients. And today my work is a complete 180 from what that was. And um, even speaking of last night, so last night, I photographed a maternity session that I had complete creative control over. We also videoed this, so this will become something that you can purchase. It'll be a behind the scenes video. I'm showing you locations. I took my teeny tiny town and we went to, I wanna say three or four different locations and I'm showing you exactly where they're at, where we, you know, like why I chose that, how you can make it look stunning. Um, and some of you guys have probably already seen it in my Instagram stories, but we were sharing, you know, we used an old gas station and turned that into a really cool location. And that is not typically um, a style that I do, but I knew it was going to be so fitting. And again, I wanted to get creative. So when you are trying to find locations, I don't want you to count something out just because it looks run down. I really want you to to dive in there and get creative and find strategic angles. I did that with my seniors um, last week too. We went to a lot of rundown places and I only needed like a small portion of that wall to get the texture behind them to give them amazing headshots. So really think outside the box when you are scouting locations. Okay, down to the next two things. And these two are really, really big. 
I hear this all the time. How can I use your style guide template and showcase what I want my clients to wear when my client, when I don't have those ideal clients, like I don't even have a session where people showed up wearing what I would want someone to come wearing again. Right. I dealt with this all the time and I am not kidding you. I joke around in the style guide. If you guys have purchased my style guide, you know that one of the things in there that we talk about is to not show up in your jeans and your white t-shirts and no offense. If you guys love that style, I do not. Um, I won't ever wear that. I will not ever ask my client to wear that unless we are like doing some real creative style shoot, but probably not ever going to happen. Um, but I actually have a picture of my very first couple of clients. That's what they wore. And it's just like, I mean, style matters and what people wear matters. It can take your photo from bleh to like, oh my gosh, this should be in a magazine simply for what they're wearing. It could be the same location. It could be the same editing style, even though looking back later, you'll be like, why did I edit that picture like that? That is just a part of the process and the growth. And I love the little glow up post. We do that in this group all the time. So be looking for that post. We started doing it on a monthly basis so we can watch our growth uh, for where we started. But before I get on a tangent with that, um, I want to encourage you to go back and use either a model call to model the client closet yourself, or I will tell you what I just did a couple of weeks ago. So I have added to my client closet and the way that I showed off my client closet. And if you don't have one of these and you're brand new, please don't freak out. I have an alternative for you too, but um, I wanted my client closet, not just modeled on the beautiful hangers and not just the stock photos that came from where I purchased it from, but I wanted it on real people in a real location that I would shoot at. So I had over 20 women and girls come over to my house about three weeks ago. And we just, I got, I had them in every single size. They went through the client closet. They were able to multiple model multiple outfits and I was able to photograph them all. We got movement in the dresses. I did some studio shots so that um, the girl that I collaborated with could show off her jewelry and her earrings and all of those. So it was so much fun. And I have noticed a difference already in my clients wanting to wear the dresses from rather seeing them on hangers and seeing them on real bodies. I've had almost every single client so far choose something from my client closet. And I'm, and I'm like, yes, finally. Right. Um, I spent all this money and invested all this, you know, time into getting this client closet perfect and it's working. So one thing that you could do that also is going to help you get your name out there is if you do have dresses, even if you only have like five or 10, if you have five or 10 outfits, or if you can get five or 10 outfits, I would ask five to 10 girls um, in the sizes that you have to come help you do a styled shoot. I did it completely for free. The only thing that I charged was they had to share and tag me on social media and every single one of their images. Um, and just to continue to refer people to my business. And I would say that it has worked like a charm. Um, so that's one thing that you can do. And then what you'll do is you'll take those images and you'll put them throughout the style guide until your clients start wearing them on a regular basis. Then you can swap them out at a later time. When I first had my style guide, I did not have 
like dreamy clients that were just wearing all this amazing stuff. Again, it took a little bit of time to get people to follow my advice. And so these are some strategies that you can do. Now, what if you are brand new, you don't have a client closet, you haven't really even made a profit in your photography business. Again, you're starting at ground zero. Okay, here's what I did in the very beginning. I want you to go find a local boutique or go shop around Walmart, Target, um, pretty much anywhere that you guys have access to. Now, if you live in a bigger city, you have way more access to things than I do. And if they're allowing you to use the dressing rooms, you know what I did? I went and shopped for what I thought would look cute for different types of um, style types. And I took them to the dressing room and I would just take really cute selfies of wearing the clothes, right? And then uh, put them throughout your style guide. You also, if you're gonna use a local business um, in a boutique, you could just say, hey, here's what I'm wanting to do. It, would this be okay? Could I maybe go live and just show how I am creating different pieces from your shop? You're giving them free advertisement and it is a great way to get your name out there collaborate and get a bunch of people to to see you as well. So that's what I would do if you are one of those people where you want to you want the style guide template from the online shop, but you're just unsure of how to get those images, model calls, client closet styled shoot, model them yourself and partner with a boutique and shops and show them how to do it for inspiration and send your clients to go pick up the outfits from the boutiques. All right. Our final topic is how do I stay organized, creative, and find my confidence as a beginner photographer? And I am going to answer this hopefully in as short of an answer as I can. But the first thing I'll tackle is your confidence. Your confidence is not something you will ever wake up with and just have. Your confidence is something that will come by you continuing to take action and continuing to shoot and continuing to put yourself out there. Confidence for anybody has never come from sitting there waiting for it to hit you. If you talk to athletes, their confidence doesn't come from sitting on the bench watching other people play their game. It comes from them taking action, them making mistakes, them falling forward over and over and over again. And your, your confidence will come, but you are going to make mistakes along the way. You are going to do dumb things that you wish you didn't. But I just want to tell you, we've all been there. Some of you are in that season right now and you just have to go, just take action, just deal with what you have right now and turn it into what you can do and you will learn from it and you will get better and time will pass and it will be fine. Okay. All right. So how do you stay organized and creative? This, I'm going to lead y'all back to some podcast episodes because it depends where you're at in your season. If you're really struggling with how can I be creative? How can I stand out? I want you to go listen to the podcast episode that's all about shiny object syndrome. I think we did this one in fall of 2020. So if you'll just scroll back in the podcast, I'll try to link it to later. Um, but I really want you to listen to that episode because it is amazing. I'm actually going to go listen to my own podcast. Um, it wasn't a solo show. It was actually an interview with one of my former business coaches, Stephanie Gass. And she just like 
will preach and bring it to you and you will literally get off your butt and go do something and make a change in your business because it is amazing. It's all about keeping your eyes on your own thing, staying focused, not like constantly having the shiny object syndrome where you want to keep trying different things. And that is totally normal. That is just something that comes with being a business owner and being a creative. And so I really, really want you to listen to that. The other thing is how do you stay organized? You have to have systems and workflows and processes. So a lot of you are always saying, I want more clients in my business. I hear you. I know that's what we want. We want more clients and we want more money and we want more of everything. But here's the thing. Some of you are not ready for more clients. Some of you are not even ready for three paying clients yet. And the reason why is because if you did, you would be dropping the ball somewhere. And so you need to make sure that you have that foundation, you have the systems and the processes and the workflows completely ready to go so you can handle the influx of traffic that comes with bettering your marketing and and bettering um, your client experience and all of that. But you need a solid foundation first. And that is what I am going to be touching on in this Booster Bookings Bootcamp coming up. If you have not registered for that, we have over 80 photographers signed up and ready to roll. Um, We're going to be kicking that off April 5th. It is going to be live videos, but they're staying in the group for a week. So if you're working, if you work a full-time job, you can just plan to come home in the evening and you can watch the the episode of that day. Uh, Or there's also an option where you could just have lifetime access. If you're like, I know I'll probably start off good, but then I'm going to get busy or just depending on your schedule, you can get lifetime access to it as well for an additional cost. So the bootcamp is $17 and you're going to get to hang out with me for five days. You're going to get to hang out with this amazing group of photographers and to sweeten the deal, you are also getting assigned an accountability coach for the week. So this is somebody where you can bring all your additional questions to outside of what you get to ask me. This is going to be a photographer who has gone before you, who has been in your shoes, and they're going to be there to encourage you, hold your hand. You're going to get to meet a new business bestie, I hope, in the process of all of this. And I cannot even wait. So we are two weeks out from starting this boot camp. If you would like to get signed up, go to brookjefferson.com slash bootcamp, get registered. We will close the registration the morning of April 5th, just to make sure everybody has had time to get in there. Um, And I am so excited to get to know you, your business, your goals, and really help you take everything to the next level and get you set up to be this organized, creative, confident, and profitable photographer. So I will catch you guys inside of that bootcamp and I will see you on the next episode.